and no one's going to save you from the beast about to strike and that's us the game central podcast welcome to the podcast everyone it's episode 87 i believe yeah and this is a halloween episode mm. uh, i think <laughs> ideally we'd do some kind of scary stuff but uh the scariest we've got is don goss hello don you are back from a lengthy <clears throat> hiatus back once again i am indeed yes it's nice to be back is everything all bit- right Yep, things are kind of okay as well as they can be, and that's all we can do, <laughs> we can do about that. But it's well, nice to be back. It's been weird being away, and now it's kind of weird being back. But... It has been weird, and we've been away for a few weeks now. Yeah. Uh, in those three weeks, a lot of stuff has happened. There was a Battlefront beta. It was Back to Future Day. Yes. Star Wars Cinema nice. tickets went on sale. Shit, I haven't got them. Alberto Del Rio won the United States Championship. I'm sure you knew. I don't, don't know, why know what that means. You. <laughs> I don't <laughs> literally don't know what that means. Gibberish for you, Dan. But it is. we're back without Rob, which is bittersweet. Uh, he's waiting in the wings. He's sort of a... Uh, I don't know. Having a sabbatical. Yes, that's a good word for it. Um, so it's just me and Don. Yeah. Which means probably less rapping. <laughs> probably less singing. I might bust a few uh, few rhymes out later on, you never know. Oh, thank God you ended that with rhymes. <laughs> uh, and uh, probably a bit less misogyny, but, you know, it can't be a perfect podcast without Rob. So, Don. Yeah? I'm going to kick off the podcast with this, because you've probably have forgotten all about it, but I've remembered. Yeah. I've taken God. mental notes. God. You, you have tried VR. I have. God, Christ, a lot has happened. Yep. Jesus, yes. Uh, about a week and a half ago now, I think. I uh, went along to Sony HQ um, in London to try... You can't just skip office. over that like it's nothing. Well, uh, yeah, it was just basically a test kind of day, really. Not say day. They, they had a day of when they invited in loads of just random people um, oh. who applied through a random kind of agency who sets up this kind of thing. Um to do some VR testing. Uh, I didn't know it was for Sony at the time. I uh, just applied because it was VR testing for games. And I thought, I'll have a piece of that. Thanks very much. Uh, and it turned out it was for Sony's uh, PlayStation VR, formerly Morpheus. Lovely. Yeah. Would you like to know what I thought? <laughs> what did you think? <laughs> Ask me what I thought. I'll tell you what I thought. Uh, it made me want to throw up instantaneously. I felt absolutely dreadful the entire time. And uh, I almost never, ever want to put any type of VR on my head ever again. Well, if that's not a ringing endorsement, I don't know what is. <laughs> if that isn't, then it, <laughs> it can get much worse. So, I, I, I'll tell you what the problem was. Um, go on. The, uh, the thing we were, we were demoing, they were literally just trying to work to... Um, they, were, they were demoing a really kind of basic game called Riggs, which is a kind of uh, FPS uh, where you're in a giant robot and you just mm-hmm. go around shooting other giant robots i remember yeah i remember seeing that at some press conference yeah it's it's an incredibly basic it looks like a ps2 game um thing and it's basically just there to kind of test how people react to vr what people think of vr it's not meant to be some kind of graphical showcase or anything like that um 
so the, you start off and you're in a kind of uh, it started off well it started off in uh, a hangar area where you're kind of down below and you can you can just look around your stationary and you're looking around and you can three, see a 360 view of the other Macs being built and put together and other drivers getting ready and stuff like that and it all looks very cool and that's not that's not the proper game. That's just kind of you just sat there waiting for the other players, the other the other guys who are in the demo to uh, to get set up and ready. Um, and that's all fine. Just looking around in your headset as you'd expect to be doing in VR, all perfectly lovely and nice. And I'm thinking this is going to be good. Then the game begins. You come up through the floor into the arena, and you then into the PS2 era graphics, and the actual game itself starts. And at that point, instant, literally instantaneously, I just felt completely dizzy I started sweating I felt nauseous it was literally it was imagine going over you know those humpback bridges you can go over sure. imagine going over one of those whilst on a roller coaster that makes you feel particularly ill now that's what it felt like just the instant just the instant hit of it and it was so out of, so out of nowhere as well and I think what it was is that whilst uh, in the holding area like in uh, the, at the very beginning you're just looking around you're using your head to look when the game started, they'd actually set it all up so you used your head to move. So you actually moved left and right physically. You weren't just looking left and right and moving with the control pad, um, which is what I was expecting to do. I'm expecting to just look to my right, for example, but I can still strafe left if I want um, and move um, you know, in any direction, but look anywhere I want. But that's not how it was set up. And that's what I think freaked me out instantaneously was I just was not expecting it at all. But I just didn't even get used to it at all. We ha- it was a there was only three minutes as well. We played we played two minute and a half rounds. Yeah, I mean they had loads of people up. They're supposed to be like half hour sessions. Do a quick questionnaire when you um, when you start. You play the game. Then you do a quick questionnaire to like you repeat the questionnaire essentially when you finish. And that's how they do basically market research. Um, <clears throat> but it's um, God. Uh, I, I thought I would get used to it. You know, I thought I, you know, once I figured out what was actually happening with the controls. I thought I'd get used to it, but just didn't. I was so grateful for half time when it just stopped for ten seconds to reset. I thought, fuck, and I was I was so tempted to just take the helmet off and go. I just just quit at that point. But I thought I'm not gonna, you know, it's only gonna be another minute and a half. I'll, I'll try and you know plough through it. But boy, it was hard, and I was sweating and just felt absolutely sick for out literally hours afterwards. Um, just felt terrible. If I was driving, I'd have probably crashed my car good thing I wasn't well thanks for enduring that for us Don but that's alright so yeah if you're looking forward to uh, you know Oculus Rift or PlayStation VR or the HTC one that's coming out uh, or the Microsoft one all that stuff um, yeah maybe maybe not so much now maybe (laughs) we don't look forward to it quite quite as much did you you tell them that on your little questionnaire yeah totally I was like the whole at the end I mean it seemed to me that the, the questionnaire was geared up towards how are you feeling before you start? Do you feel sick? Do you okay. feel nauseous? <laughs> Literally, it was gearing you up to like, it, none of the questions were like, what are the controls like? And, you know, what's it like looking at? None of that stuff. It's literally, how do you feel right now? Do you have a headache? Are you on medication? Do you feel sick? All that stuff. And then afterwards, I was like, yes, 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 yes to all of those, which were previously no to every single one. Right. I went in completely fine and came out utterly bollocks. Just unbelievable. But it's so it's such a bizarre experience turning your head and the whole mech turning, and uh, and but you're also kind of strafing and turning. It's I tell you what it was like. It was like you know how the, the Wii remote on the uh, on the Nintendo Wii would sometimes be used in a weird way. The Metroid Prime Three did this, which annoyed me and put me off the game. Actually, the the reticule 
on the screen wasn't just where you were aiming. It actually turned, physically turned Samus left and right. Yes. And that was so annoying because you couldn't, I was just trying to strafe and turn your head at the same time was also turning you around. It's like there's too many controls for movement, too many, and they're doing too many things and it's just too hard. Um, it was like that, but your head was the Wiimote. Okay. Head was effectively doing what the Wiimote was doing. And no, if they change the controls, maybe it would actually, you know, do, I'd be okay with it, but as it is, fucking hell, that was, uh, yeah, it almost put me off for life. Yeah, but the, the fact that there was no questions about the controls on the questionnaire leads me to believe someone at Sony was like, listen, no one's going to have any problems with these controls. They're so intuitive <laughs> and perfectly tuned. There's going to be yeah. pleasant yeah, experience. Yeah, they, there's got to be some kind of uh, options, I'd imagine, in every single game to set up how you want to do this stuff. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah. Well, there's going to be a lot of VR experiences that are just, you're sitting in a chair watching Netflix on a cinema screen instead of yes. a TV. Which that is be true. fun. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So you're basically yeah. going to buy one then? That's what you just said. Oh, yeah, I'm signed up. <laughs> totally signed up. I'm on board. All right, well, I just wanted to get that out of the way because I remembered and then I was like, I'll forget. Yeah, I, I totally know. forgot as well, to be honest. I probably blanked it from my mind. Great, <laughs> along with any other video game stuff. Although, talking about video games like two minutes into the podcast, maybe <laughs> our record. Maybe a record, I think that is pretty, pretty fast. fast. Pretty good. And let's keep this train rolling because I know there are people out there who, all they listen to, the only media they have access to is this podcast. They don't have a TV, they don't have a radio, they're blind and they can't taste. So all they have is this podcast. And the only way they can get their video game news is through us. And as we know, the biggest video game news that we could possibly give out is Don's Hot Gossip, which we haven't had for weeks. We haven't. <laughs> Through no fault of anyone's, just God, right. I hope there's some gossip. I hope something's happened. <laughs> I hope something's happened as well, as we traverse into the underground world. The scary world, <laughs> because it's Halloween, of Don's Hot Gossip. Uh, so, what's been happening on the old grapevine? Uh, some Halloween-themed hot gossip to start off with. Yeah, everyone will be pleased to know. Being as it is, of course, Halloween. Uh, coming up at the end of uh, end of the week. Um, tied into my favourite game, which is, of course, Journey. I'm just joking. It's Destiny, of course. Um, yep. Um, people who were there last year will remember that uh, Bungie put in some little kind of easter egg things for Halloween last year uh, the little Jacko lantern head, heads they gave away and uh, a little vial which you could activate which basically turned your guardian revive into a cloud of bats wow. instead of just kind of appearing in a shower of sparkly traveller light Amazing. Um, so uh, this year um, rumour has it they're going to go a little bit further um, and not only bring back the Jacko lantern heads and the bat revive, but they're also going to do things like uh, add quests for specifically for Halloween, um, and linked to those are going to be some kind of Halloween face masks, which you can uh, you can wear to look, I guess, cool. 
maybe you'll look cool maybe you won't who knows um uh maybe they'll do something maybe they won't nobody really knows at this point um wait you don't know well i i I, you know the gossip is you know not necessarily all knowing yeah i mean you you say nobody knows but you're not nobody so you know (laughs) well technically i do know and the answer is they're not going to do anything but that sounds a bit boring doesn't it (laughs) i mean they're gonna you know you're gonna have quests that are gonna relate to them but uh it's only for the halloween period um i don't know how long it'll last for i'd imagine not just the halloween weekend because that would be ridiculous um and um yeah whether you get to keep any of this stuff or not Maybe you do, maybe you don't. Maybe if you finish some quests, maybe you get to keep some of these uh, funny little masks, uh, which uh, are going to be things like uh, raid boss. So the raid bosses. So you'll have a head of uh, Oryx and the head of Crota and uh, Atheon. Uh, and maybe a few uh, a few other surprises will uh, pop up in that, there. That, that sounded suspiciously like uh, information at the end there. It did sound like information, didn't it? Plus it's almost like I remember what this section was for. <laughs> yeah. Um, in other gossip news, um, two loads of gossip, two sets of gossip this oh week. My God, this I know is, I've been this... I've been away, so I've been been saving up. This is worth waiting three weeks for. It is. <laughs> um, uh, Drive Club, the only other game I've played this year, um, is uh, famous for for what? What's Drive Club famous for, Gareth? Golf. Golf. It is. Uh, this isn't anything to do with golf. Oh. Um, it's also famous for driving cars. Because it's called Drive Club because that's what you drive. You cars, drive cars like a Citroen Golf. That's true. Citroen Golf, Volkswagen Golf. Oh shit. Um, what don't you drive but also goes on the road? Um, motorbikes. That's correct. You do not drive bikes. You ride bikes, and this is not Ride Club. <laughs> it's Drive Club. However, that's not stopping the developers from breaking those rules and adding in motorbikes oh to drive club that's right um i believe by the time this podcast comes out you are going to be able to have motorbikes in drive club wow your point, face is going to be red if that's not true if that's not true i will eat uh i don't have a hat oh i do i do have a hat i have a hat i'll eat that I'll eat my hat. It's a straw hat. Uh, it got lost at the airport when I went on a holiday earlier on this year. And we got it back and we came back. It was very nice to see it. Well, it was oh. crushed. It was crushed to pieces, though. It had been lost in the scanners. So you just have some hay? I just basically have some old wicker, essentially, <laughs> is what it is. But if, uh, if uh, Drive Club Bikes does not exist, by the time this podcast comes out, I'll eat that hat. Wow. Yep. I hope they call it Ride Club, but I bet they don't. They should, but yeah, they, they should. Will. The most surprising thing about this week's hot gossip, though, is that uh, Hideo Kojima had absolutely nothing to do with any of it. I find that so hard to believe. So do I. He had something to do with one of the heads in Destiny, probably. You could easily have just said one of the masks will be Hideo Kojima. <laughs> but we all know that I don't make this up. This is all cast iron fact. Yeah, so, as we know. all know from playing Mortal Kombat X when he was in that. Yep. It's not my fault if you've not bought the DLC. I mean, that's true. I haven't bought any DLC character. You know, <laughs> well, that was actually. You know what? If those things happen, this was a great hot gossip that yeah. people will have no use for because it will have already happened. We're recording this on a Tuesday. <laughs> it's probably come out on like Sunday. That's true. So I've got several days for this all to come true. So um, that's true. 
But yeah. I, I'll back you up. If anyone says, Don just saw this news on Halloween and he's po- he's not actually recording on Tuesday. No, I've got your back, Don. Nice. But saying that, let's move on to some like proper news. Like, not this silly, silly gossip stuff. Not this silly nonsense. Don. <laughs> Hello. Have you played Metal Gear Solid 5? No, I have not. Well, you're the only one. Because Metal Gear Solid Five, <laughs> on its opening day, made twice as much as Avengers: Age of Ultron did on that film's opening day. That's a boatload of cash money. That's a decent. Um, I wouldn't turn my nose up at what five hundred million dollars or whatever it is. Freaking hell, that's uh, that's a lot. Is this more than GTA Five? Or not quite. Um, it's I pretty don't close. Know. That's pretty close. Five hundred million. In its opening, was it opening weekend? Oh no, no, sorry, sorry. Uh, so, Age of Ultron had a two hundred fifty million dollar budget, uh huh, and it made forty million dollars. Uh, and Metal Gear Solid Five made no. Oh, oh my god, I'm so confused. <laughs> okay, let's start this again, right? Metal Gear Solid Five made one hundred eighty million dollars on its opening day. Bloody hell. Age of Ultron made eighty-four million. I think we know who wins that fight. Yes, we do. Fucking hell! Um, and it it uh, also had a budget of eighty million, so it more than doubled its money on the first day. That's quite excellent. I think that's why this has like made the news, like because obviously GTA Five did really well and stuff, but this is just yeah. like. Because Konami just said, no more games, uh, maybe some games, because this game's selling really well. Yeah, they, they literally have to be the most stupid company on the face of the earth right now. Just, uh, <laughs> yeah, let's stop making these AAA games, uh, because, why? Oh, they make shitloads of money, that's why. Oh, hang on. <laughs> yeah. someone, someone, someone somewhere should be getting fired at Konami. <clears throat> yes, and it shouldn't be Kojima. No, although I was seeing news stories like two days ago that were like, Kojima's left Konami, and I was like, didn't that happen months ago? (laughs) Yeah, I saw bits of this as well. Um, Konami being kind of saying that he's actually just on a bit of a holiday. (laughs) Technically, he still works for them. So, I, you know. Yeah, I heard he had no complete clause, uh, no compete clause in his contract as well, but that runs out in December? Right. Which doesn't make any sense. Well... What it could be happening is, is he's uh, basically taking garden leave. That could be what's actually happened. He's saved up a shit ton of holiday, and instead of working, they've said you can take garden leave. That's possibly what happened. So technically speaking, in a really flimsy way, he's still employed by Konami. <clears throat> but, yeah. I don't well, know. he is it's, a genius. So. Yeah. He's probably, <laughs> he's probably cloned himself. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if there was a clone of him at Konami actually working there while he's off doing other things. And that's the plot of Metal Gear Solid 6. <laughs> I hope it is. Okay, uh, Halo 5 Guardians uh, yes. is out on PC, not PC, Xbox One very soon, if not uh, already. It came out today. Well, there you uh, go. The launch for it, the launch party for it was last night, in fact, so it came out midnight. Wow. Um, people are playing it right now, this very second. Oh my god. Well, dun, dun, dun. this news... Is fucking stupid then, because this will come out even days after that. <laughs> um, but Microsoft has said they're not ruling out a PC port of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, They'd be silly not to, I think. They would, but they didn't port Halo 4, right? So 
They didn't. Um, so what the fuck? But I don't know. I think because it was three four three Industries' first game for them, they you know didn't really want to push it too far, <clears throat> and they knew they were then putting them straight to work on the Master Chief uh, failure. So oh God, yeah, fuck. <clears throat> and that was a shit ton of work converting all those games um, so that they wouldn't work properly. Um, <clears throat> and it took them a long time to sort out. And, they had to, and then, obviously, they were developing Halo 5, like, immediately, um, which split the teams, and hence various bugs took freaking ages to get worked out of Metal of the Master Chief collection. Um, yeah, but this one, hopefully, um, they've certainly got the budget for it. Um, I'd imagine it's going to make a shit ton of money. Um, and if the design's there, they should definitely definitely go for it because there's not been a Halo on PC. Was it? Did was Halo Three? Did that make it to PC? Halo Two did. Because Halo Two's multiplayer was like king of multiplayer for a while. <clears throat> um, but I don't. Yeah, I'm not sure if Two did, but uh, Four certainly didn't. Sorry, Three, but Four certainly didn't. Yes. Uh, I don't think Reach did either. Um, no, I think you're right. So yeah. yeah, it's been a long time. And what what's weird long... is that uh, like. Those Halo games on PC were considered to be like the best version. Oh yeah, yeah. Because you know PC is a PC graphically masterpiece. better than an original Xbox. Blah 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 blah. Um, but yeah, <laughs> this Halo Four has been getting really good reviews that I've seen. So why not get on Halo Five? Even fuck, what is yep. going on today, Don? Uh, we're, you know, we're just we're just get we're easing ourselves back in. We're getting it's back true. into the... We're rusty. We we <laughs> fell out. We're just fluffing. And then we're going to get right back in. <laughs> um, well, we're on Halo 5, actually. Okay. Um, at some point, uh, we're hoping to run a competition, aren't we? And oh, uh, yes. we're going to have... Uh, I'm going to be giving away uh, two copies of the Halo 5 Guardian soundtrack on a compact disc. Two CDs. Very nice indeed. That is true. So the, we probably should have winners by now. Uh, no, we've not actually run the competition yet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to find winners yet because we're not going to competition. Well, we ideally we would already have found some because the game comes out today. True, but the soundtrack isn't actually out until next month, so I can't ah. post for anyone until the soundtrack is officially released. Anyway, although I already have it in my possession. Have you listened to it? Woo! Yep. Does it go? Oh. Do you know what? It does a little bit. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> Uh, but uh, <clears throat> no, most mostly it doesn't do that. Mostly it does uh, it does new things. Cool. Well, that if that just get people excited, yeah, new things, will. new musical things. Speaking of musical things, wow! I impressed myself that I had to stop talking and say wow. <laughs> uh, speaking of musical things, Rockman Four Studio Harmonics admits to posting reviews of their own game on Amazon. Oh dear. Um, if you're looking for an unbiased review of Rockman 4, don't go to Amazon because <laughs> Harmonics employees have been reviewing the game there, giving it very good reviews. Um, people in Harmonics, the higher ups caught wind, and they had a bit of a bit of a go at their employees. They said Harmonics has clarified its internal policy about posting reviews of our own products on retail sites, and we've asked that existing reviews be edited. To identify harmonics employees or be removed entirely. <laughs> uh, they then go on to say that they value their fans and please everyone don't hate us after this, basically. <laughs> Naughty boys. Yeah, when you're trying to sell people on like hundreds of dollars worth of stuff, you maybe don't want any kind of bad press about you. 
Yeah, I wouldn't have thought. Wouldn't have thought so. So that's not good. Especially, I suppose they've got a guitar hero um, up against them. Yeah. Which has been getting some quite good reviews, I believe. It seems so, like of the two, Guitar Hero is the better, but slightly. Yeah. That's the general consensus, I think. Yeah. So, well done, Harmonics, for trying to cheat the system, you dirty <laughs> cheats. Only cheat yourselves. A uh, new PC release uh, has its release date as uh, October 28th, and that game is Batman Arkham Knight. <laughs> uh, PC fans will get to play the game uh, as of tomorrow. Wow, which... yeah. It's tomorrow for us, but for you is four days in the past. Good luck. Good luck with that. Yeah. Uh, the re-release comes with a patch that aims to bring the PC version, which has had more issues than the Joker himself. <laughs> oh my god. In line with the console versions. Uh, this includes the addition of photo mode, big head mode, skins, <laughs> and some challenges... It's not good enough, basically. <laughs> good old big head mode. Do we, when did the game come out originally? Four months ago. So it's been yep. four months. Four months to fix the game. Is is this better or worse than Master Chief Collection, do you think? Um, well, they did the right thing and basically admitted it was fucking broken. Sure. And have taken it, or took it off sale, and have now brought it back. Hopefully now it is completely fixed. And they know that there are no serious bugs with it. Master Chief Collection... Still, even now, it's receiving patches, um, and I, I don't even know how. how I, I, I feel like if I had an Xbox One with Master Chief Collection, I wouldn't trust it even now. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, but yeah, I think Master Chief Collection currently holds the world record for the most screwed game for the longest period of time. Long uh, may he reign. <clears throat> yep. Good luck. Um, Resident Evil 4 Wii Edition is coming soon to the Wii U eShop. Way, welcome back to 19 something. <laughs> Jesus. When did that come out? Jesus. No, 2000. It was definitely the 2000s. It's about 2002, something like that. That sounds about right. Uh, 2005. Oh god, I was way early. You were you came way too early there, Doc. Yeah, that's nothing new. Uh, it will launch with a 25% discount, which will last until <laughs> November 5th. Which on Nintendo's uh, monetary scale makes it about fifty quid. Yeah, <laughs> but you know this Nintendo is one, this is the cheap. yeah this is the best version of one of the best games ever made. So yeah, I don't know. I, I've, I've not. I'm still not a huge fan of the Wii control thing for things like this. I'm just I, I'm just so used to my pad, just the accuracy of it. It's an but, acquired you know, taste. Yeah, but it looks fantastic though, and it's just a fantastic game all around. So you should, if you haven't played it, then you're an idiot. Go and buy it. One of the best. But if you don't have a Wii U and you want it's... to enjoy... <laughs> yeah, if you don't have a Wii U, which is probably likely, uh-huh. then you can buy it on PS2. You can buy it on GameCube. Uh, there's a HD version on Xbox 360. Uh, it went to PS3, I think, as well. Yep, PC yep. version, notoriously horrible. <clears throat> yep, don't buy it on PC. Uh, but if you have Resident Evil HD on PC... There's a new mod coming out soon. Uh, I say soon because I don't see a date on here. That replaces all the uh, newly recorded dialogue with the old Resident Evil 1 dialogue. Yes. So that's what you want. Uh, stuff like, Wesker is a crazy man. <laughs> you are almost a jibble sandwich. 
<laughs> and calling Jill the master of unlocking like it's Classic. not a ridiculous fumble. And I'll probably insert some sound bites into the podcast around about here. What is this? What is it? What? What is this? What is it? What is it? What is it? What is it? Whoa! He's insane! What do you think of it? I've been thinking something is wrong with this house. Right. Hey, what is this? There's a page missing. Yeah, I thought about that too. Perhaps that was the most important part. <laughs> Chris? <laughs> Stop it! Wesker, you're pitiful. This is your savior? You say this failure is your savior? You saved me! Yeah. That was close. Thanks, Barry. Don't mention it. What a monster. I can't believe... What the hell is this place anyway? Oh! I can't believe it! Are you okay? Yeah. So much for him. We got to the root of the problem. Just a moment. I found something. What is it? It's a weapon. It's really powerful, especially against living things. Better take it with you. But how about you, Barry? I have this. Thank you. I'll take this then. But just take a look at this. It's forest. Oh my god. It's awful. I'm going to find out what caused Forrest's death. It looks like he was killed by a crow or something. Blood. Hope this is not Chris's blood. This hall is dangerous. It's me, Chris. Is that you, Rebecca? Chris, this house is too dangerous. There are terrible demons. Ouch! Richard! Don't talk! He seems to have been bitten by a poisonous snake, but the size of the wound is abnormally large! It's not just a poisonous snake, it's a monster! Jill, here's a lockpick. It might be handy if you, the master of unlocking, take it with you. Oh, Barry! That was too close. You were almost a Jill sandwich. <laughs> You're right! To remind you all how terrible Resident Evil 1 was. <laughs> oh, I love terrible, that game. we mean incredible. Yeah. I, the GameCube version of Resident Evil, the remake, I played that game from beginning to end eight times in a row. Eight? Eight. Fucking hell. Is this, <clears> did <throat> you yep. just pick one game at a time and then just rinse the shit out of it? Yeah. Yeah, Dude. literally. I was, at the time, I was living in a hostel. I had very little money, so I couldn't afford loads of games. So I'd buy one game when I could find it for cheap somewhere and uh, play it to death. And uh, there was a period of time where I was not working very much. I was only working a couple of days a week. So I had shit loads of spare time. And uh, over the course of a few days, I just ran through it beginning to end. Of trying, to get, trying to improve my rating. And uh, I, think, I think an A rating is about the best I ever did. <laughs> Even though I did it like eight times and I knew everything. <clears throat> but yeah. And, uh, you know, if you play Resident Evil to death, it just comes back as a zombie anyway. So yeah. It does. That's very true. <laughs> oh, satire. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Shigeru Miyamoto. 
Yes. <laughs> He's mental. <laughs> um, some news came out recently of like a letter that he sent to Rare when they were making GoldenEye. Um, obviously, <laughs> not like you didn't write it like this week. <laughs> but you wrote it a while ago and it just came out. Uh, he had some, some choice words for Rare about it. Uh, he wasn't happy with uh, how much killing there was. Yeah, yeah, for James Bond game. No killing. he wasn't a fan of uh, killing people close up. Which is weird. He says, <laughs> and this is exact quote, I don't think I did anything with that input. <laughs> what? I know. That's a weird <clears throat> way of saying it. Yeah. Uh, but also, he thinks the game should have ended differently. Yes, he does. He, His idea for the end of GoldenEye was that James Bond visits all his victims in a hospital and shakes every single one of their hands. <laughs> Amazing. <clears throat> Can only, you imagine how long that would take? Only me a moment. I, I want to see what his take on first-person shooter would be. <laughs> it's not Splat- He didn't have anything to do with Splatoon, right? <clears throat> uh, no, he didn't. So that's not his version. That's a good version of like a first person shooter. Yep. Wow, let's see what sheets he's looking like. I, I imagine there's zero killing in it. It's the only FPS where nobody dies. It's hard to imagine him making a bad game, but it's hard to imagine that not being terrible. <laughs> I want to see that. It's like the immovable force meeting the unstoppable object. Yeah. Around. Either way, Shigeru Miyamoto, you are fucking insane and never change. <laughs> and you are the best thing ever. Uh, Zelda Wii U will feature a, Woo! quote, surprise twist on the open world concept. Don, what do you think the surprise twist is going to be? The surprise twist is that uh, Kojima's going to pop up <laughs> as the boss at the very, very end. Ganon is going to peel away a mask at the end after you kill him and he'll transform. On into Kojima, you'll see his head. Woo! That would be amazing. In fact, a bit like uh, Ganondorf in uh, at the end of Ocarina of Time, you kill Ganondorf, and instead of turning into Ganon, uh, he turns into a giant uh, Metal Gear Rex with Kojima's face. That's what I think is going to happen at the end of uh, oh, at the end of Wii U Zelda. No, I I don't want to. Got on a limb here, Don, but that yeah. doesn't sound like a serious answer to me. <laughs> um, it's really hard to, to work out what they mean by a twist in this context because they've not really stated whether they mean gameplay-wise, whether they mean story-wise, whether they mean world-wise. Mm. Um, I mean, they're, they're already obviously changing up Zelda by making it this kind of open-world-style game. Um, God, what other surprises could there be in store? I... I, 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 well, I think could be anything, literally anything. I mean, maybe they've hidden every other Zelda game ever made in their game somewhere. You can go into a house and uh, and play it, maybe, or maybe they've included every dungeon ever from uh, Ocarina of Time. Oh, that would um, be cool. <clears throat> maybe you go to an area that is kind of like a history, kind of where you go back in time a little bit to so just one little area, and you the whole all the the Hyrule field and everything is there. And it, you know, you'll actually be able to go around and effectively play 
all dungeons of Ocarina of Time. That sounds incredible. As just as a side quest, just as a, just a random side quest you can do if you want, but it's there. The whole, all the all the tombs, the Water Temple, in all its glorious, maddening beauty. I can imagine it as well. Like if the overworld was like split up by like I don't know time bubbles or whatever. Yep. And the one area could be like sort of almost modern day. And you could get like upgrades in there that are like close to a gun and bring that into Ocarina of Time, Hyrule. Oh my god, Don. <laughs> this is amazing. You've come up with the best game ever. I have. I should uh, probably get on the phone to uh, someone at Nintendo about this. Holy shit. Who knows? Maybe in uh, hot gossip uh, at some point in the future, I'll be able to confirm this. Oh, my idea was well shit as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't say that. Mine was just going to be that the horse would act like the boat did in Wind Waker, but on land. <laughs> that would be terrible, to be honest. It would. I, like The way I imagine it, it's like you're in a town and you just like draw on the gamepad the path your horse will go. <laughs> yeah. And then if you like fuck up the path, like if you're thinking, right, I'll make him go past this area because I know there's a heart piece there, and you draw it wrong, you have to wait till he gets all the way to the other town, which is like 20 minutes away. <laughs> Yours is better. I think you've you've come up with a Zelda game that's better than the last four Zelda games, probably. I think so. <sighs> well, in fears of making a Wind Waker pun, that just took the wind out of my sails. Fucking hell. <laughs> Gotta recover. Okay. <clears throat> Electronic Arts are ruling out HD remasters. Uh, which is weird, because they're all about the money-grabbing. And HD remasters are an easy money grab, so... Um, true. Uh, but, I mean, they're not always a bad thing, I they, say. They say we don't know where we'd find the time. <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> it's not like they're, you know... It's not like they're putting out a Mass Effect game soon or anything. No, they're, make, they're, they're, they're adding different... Player kits to FIFA, <laughs> reskinning <laughs> Battlefield, and reskinning Battlefield Wars. for the fifteenth time. That's literally all they're doing. They are doing nothing else. If they've got nothing but time to remake some classic games, yeah. So, what annoys yeah. me about this as well is that this re- originally came about because people were asking, like, I, "We really want a Mass Effect HD. You're going to make one?" Yeah. So it's like the one time <laughs> EA could have been money grabbing and making people happy. They were like, "No." Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> it's as if they just want to piss people off. That's yeah. their that's their sole purpose. Do whatever they can. Mission yeah. accomplished. Yep. Uh Don. Hello. Have you tried Mario Maker? I have not. Me either. Okay, moving on. Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> no. Um, Super Mario Maker's next update will add mid level checkpoints. Um I don't know how I feel about this. I suspect this is down to the fact that every person who makes a Mario Maker level is trying to make it the hardest possible thing known to man. That's true, but I imagine they would also have control over the checkpoint, right? I think so. Yeah. So, what's the point? Like, people, they're not going to make a stage designed to take four hours that you have to come back to after numerous checkpoints. Unless they automatically checkpoints for midway points for some reason 
because uh, original Mario had that, <coughs> didn't it? Original Mario World. Or Super Mario Land. Super Mario? Super Mario Land? It was just Super Mario, wasn't it? Um, if you got most of the way through or halfway through a level, if you died, you would actually checkpoint. That doesn't sound right to me. Yeah, you would. Yep. <laughs> you would, honestly. Okay. Um, but, um, so I guess, I don't know, maybe they're just trying to make it authentic in that regard or something. Well, I, I played Super Mario Brothers on the NES and then I played Super Mario Brothers 2 and I didn't really play any of the ones after that because 2D Mario isn't really my thing, which is why I haven't bought Mario Maker. Jesus. But, um, I mean, I don't hate them, but compared to the 3D Marios that we've had, like, 2D Mario is just not as good. Um, I have to screw here, my friends. What? Super, Super Mario World is probably the best game of all time. Okay, full, well, full the best, stop. The best just, game of all time is Skyrim, game. so that's a lie that you just said there. <laughs> but you're telling me you'd rather play Super Mario World over Super Mario Galaxy 1 or 2? Um, well, if I'd completed Super Mario Galaxy 1 and 2, then yes. But I've not completed Super Mario Galaxy or played Super Mario Galaxy 2, so... Oh, my God. I'd a wave go of sadness just... I know. ...flowed across me. I know. I know. Oh, darn. I, I will complete Super Mario Galaxy 1. No, you point. won't! <laughs> You're right, I won't. But I do want to, that's the point. The point is I want to. That's what matters. You could that's even have your girlfriend sat next to you with the other Wiimote shooting star bits. Oh, my God, yeah, that's right, I could. Ooh. Or you could just have sex with it. Either way, it's a yeah. fun game for all the family. <laughs> um, last bit of news. We don't have any Destiny news because you already covered it in the hot gossip. Uh, no, there is no Destiny news. Um, last bit of news, because I'm on Charge 4. Uh, it came out that Alan Tudyk, otherwise known as Wash in Firefly, and the guy who's been in a lot of things... Uh, was in the game, but he quit uh, after they changed uh, runners of the game. So Amy Hennig left Naughty Dog last year, um, and they replaced her with Bruce Straley and Neil Druckmann, who were the uh, lead guys on The Last of Us, and they yeah. changed a load of stuff in the game, uh, changed the script, a lot of the stuff uh, that happens in the story, and Tudyk just fucking quit. <laughs> oh. So it could be that his character had a huge role and then was sidelined and he wasn't happy about it, or maybe the script is just crap now. But he obviously didn't say that. He just no, because he still wants to work. Yeah, he just said, you know, <laughs> they changed the team and he was attached to the old team, like he made friends there and stuff. So, but yeah, really weird. That's odd. Also, watch Firefly. Yes, if you haven't watched Firefly, then you need to sort yourself out. Controversial opinion, I know. <laughs> <laughs> that show definitely doesn't need me flying its flag. It doesn't need <clears> it, <throat> so. Yeah. So done. Yes. That's the end of news. Hey! Um, is there anything else happened? I feel like something else must have happened. It's been like three weeks. It has been three weeks. I didn't go back three weeks of news because... No, that would be mental. That would be mental. But what do we do now? What do we do now? We don't have a feature planned. What happens is, you play some music. That was a nice piece of music you just played there, Gareth. What made you choose that? <laughs> Maybe save it for after the music. Music. <laughs> <laughs>
it's Halloween. Um, obviously, because of how scary I just was, you were able to figure that out. But if you need it spelling out for you, it's the 31st of October when I'm putting this podcast out. That means it's a very scary day. And as such, I'm going to be playing some scary music from a game very scary. Uh, that game is Crypt of the Necro Dancer. <laughs> Not exactly known for how scary it is. But you think about the uh, you know, the premise. It's an evil demon who brings somebody back from the dead. And they can only operate on the, the beat of certain songs. Um... That's pretty uh, pretty loose tying into Halloween, if I'm honest. And the reason <laughs> the reason I'm playing this, even though it's not very scary, is because I did the uh, episode 86 was the best uh, soundtracks of the year, but I fucking forgot Crypt of the Necro Dancer because it you know came out right at the start of the year after being in early access for so long. It completely slipped my mind that this game had come out in 2015 proper. So I'm gonna play. Um, the music from uh, level one of Crypt of the Necro Dancer. Uh, I apologize to the game that I didn't play its soundtrack in the best of 2015. This is one of the best of 2015. Maybe the best. Who knows? Who can say? Apart from us at the end of the year. But for now, just sit back, crank up your volume, and enjoy. This is the incredibly titled Disco Descent from Crypt of the Necro Dancer.
feature this week uh, because we only arranged to do this podcast today. Yep. Uh, and we didn't have anything planned. And even though I would have liked to have had a few weeks worth of uh, Halloween themed scary features, no features is just as good, right? <laughs> well, instead, we'll play uh, some scary, spooky background noises during, uh, during the podcast. Okay, but that, yeah, okay, so I'll do that. Because <laughs> this will come after all that. People will be like, what the fuck are these sound effects in here for? Uh, they'll know it's Halloween. Don't worry. Okay, good. So, Don, we're going to yes. start with you. Yeah. Because we know what you've been playing. Because so there's just... no one else here. Are you talking to me? Just go no Just one. say it. Okay, what have I been playing over the past three weeks? When I can get online, I have been playing. Played a bit of Destiny. Have you? Oh. A little bit of Destiny. Um, completed the raid. Finally, thank holy fucking Mary, Jesus, Joseph and Mary and Christ and fucking whoever else. <laughs> My God, three weeks, three weeks of trying. Really? And not getting it done before the reset. It resets every Tuesday. Just getting everyone online enough for enough of the amount of time. Getting through the thing. Oh my God, it was just a nightmare. People not being able to get on taking too long to get to you know the boss and then the reset happening and oh my god it was a nightmare but finally the other night finally actually finished the raid thank freaking christ so i'm just i was literally as we were getting close to actually finally doing it and his health was like basically zero my my hands were physically shaking (laughs) and i could just feel the adrenaline in my arms and my body go oh my god if we don't do this i'm literally going to have to commit a murder to feel better about life um, but we did, and therefore nobody died. So, uh, woo! But it also means I can now finish the quest that uh, gives me the Touch of Malice Scout Rifle, which uh, is a fantastic scout rifle, which kills you the more you use it. Fantastic. <laughs> that sounds pants. It's excellent. Uh, you fight, basically, you get to the final round of the magazine, and uh, it will that final round will infinitely regenerate, but will also take away some of your health every time you fire it. Uh, but for every third enemy you kill, your health will regenerate. So you can use it wisely to keep yourself alive and never have to reload. But, uh, yeah. Or you could just reload the thing. It's your choice. But, uh, yeah. So that is what I'm after next. Wait, well, I thought you said you get it from killing him. No, no, no. That, um, that enabled me to continue the quest that will finish by giving me that gun. Good God! What'd you have to do next? Fucking um, back to... in time and become your own dad. <laughs> oh, that'd be brilliant, wouldn't it? But uh, no, what? <laughs> <clears throat> no, you don't have to do that at all. Um, I, um... <laughs> oh God! Um, you, I had, I had hand in a whole load of materials which I already had on me, so that already was done. But now I've got to collect forty-five out of the fifty hidden hidden uh, calcium fragments on the dreadnought. Fortunately, I found 44 of them already. Uh, so I've only got to find one more. And uh, three of them, nobody knows where they are yet. Nobody has found them. Um, and the remaining three uh, come from playing the Court of Oryx uh, kind of public event type thing. And uh, so I've only got to do that. And I will get them. I just have to have enough people there to, uh, to actually complete the thing. What does it uh, say about Bungie that they think the raid is the best thing in their game and they put it lower down in the quest than fetch quests? 
<laughs> well, it's you know, it's basically because this gun helps you with things like the hard, hard mode, hard raid, which is freaking hard. Just doing this one was ridiculous. Um, so doing the hard mode when nobody can die because um, they can't be revived is going to be fucking impossible from the people I play with um, until we're all incredibly uh, just a lot higher level and everyone's got much better guns and people aren't drunk or <laughs> sleep when they're playing um, yeah so did that thank god uh, but guess what I've actually played another game no you haven't I have I've actually played generally played another game not only have I played another game but I've completed another game and then played it again yeah, I know. Amazing, isn't it? Uh, it's a very short game, oh. but that's not the point. And it's also a very old game. Snake. <laughs> not Snake. Uh, that game is Journey, mm. which was released recently. Um, months ago. <laughs> mo- well, released months ago, uh, but fairly recently for the PS4. Uh, they obviously uh, released the PS4 version. Um, yeah, so I, I've downloaded that few months ago or a few weeks ago whenever it was and during one of my weird periods of not playing Destiny for a few hours I played Journey completed it and then went back into it a couple of days later to try and finish off the trophies um, well if you went back into it you must have liked it I did like it yes it's uh, it's obviously a massive change of pace to Destiny um, it looks great the sand effects uh, if you were just wandering through the desert look just really cool um, uh, and just it's just nice um, it's nice kind of I don't know if I call it relaxing but it's, it's definitely a slower pace of game there's some secrets to find in there um, but not gajillions of them um, there's some things to do for trophies which I'm, I've done like five of this there's only like seven or eight trophies in total and I've done five of them um, just in one and a half playthroughs um, and yeah, overall, it's just it's a very nice game. Unfortunately, I mean, I kind of a lot of people said when they first played it, oh, you know, you, once you get to the end of the game, then the real kind of um, uh, I don't know what you'd say the, the real secret of it is revealed, and you know, you find all that kind of stuff. But obviously, I knew what that was before I started playing, so it wasn't any big surprise to me whatsoever. And I'm, you know, <clears throat> I don't know. Having played it, I don't know how the kind of the big thing about what the game really is was a massive surprise to anyone who played through it the first time because it's kind of obvious what's happening the whole time but you know but that said it's uh, it's nice it's, it's I don't know I don't know would I call it fun sort of I call it fun it's definitely very atmospheric um, the music's great in it uh, I believe the music won some kind of award, in fact. It was the uh, only piece of video game music to ever win a Grammy. That's right, it was. Well done. Grammy award winning soundtrack. Uh, and, it yeah, really it is really cool. Um, uh, it's, uh, it's, just, it's just a nice, gentle game, really. With uh, a lot of atmosphere. I always thought I'd really, really like Journey. Yeah. But? But I don't have PS3. Oh. <laughs> is it not? It's not on PC, is it not? No, weird, that, isn't it? Ah, of course, of course. Not every game's on <clears throat> Shame, shame. Yeah, shame. it's a real, it's a real big shame. I can, I can hear it in your voice. <laughs> so that's it, just Destiny and Journey. Destiny, Journey, and yeah, that's it. And Drive Club. 
and a little bit of Dragon Quest. I've, uh, I've, I've, yeah, I mean, obviously I've been, I've been away and doing other things, um, sort of been able to get online so much, or indeed do the podcast. Uh, so, um, yeah, but, um, yeah. Basically, if it doesn't end in a Y, you're not having any of it. That's, that's true. Um, I very nearly picked up, um, God, what's it called? They've all gone to the, we've all gone to the rapture. Yeah. Is that what it's called? Um, no, that's not, called. that's not what it's called. I think it is that, yeah. Everybody's gone, gone to the rapture. Everybody, that's it. That's what it's called. Uh, that was on uh, sale on the uh, on PlayStation for £9.49 or £9.59, I believe, mm. last week. And I thought, oh, I might pick that up. It's under the tenner. Uh, and then uh, I managed to log back in today and the price has gone back up to £15.99. Mm. I'm like, ah. Oh. I haven't read about the game. It's it's another kind of it's a slow paced game that uh, you know you can actually complete in about four hours. Mm-hmm. And oh, I don't know. Under a tenner, yes. Sixteen quid. I don't know. It'll be a PlayStation Plus game in like a month. That's yeah. That's the other thing. It might be a PlayStation <laughs> Plus game, but you know, I was willing to spend a tenner on it. Absolutely. Hmm. For the download. But, I uh, have that pegged as your kind of game. Well. I, I like. I know I just play Destiny all the time, but believe it or not, I like a lot of types of game. Um, I just have not really got around to playing them much. But uh, yeah, I, games with a mystery I like a lot, um, which this apparently, but you know, this is basically about the mystery: where's everybody gone? What's happened to them all? That kind of stuff. Um, and it just looks fantastic. And the fact it's set in an English countryside village is quite unique amongst games. Um, and it's just nice to uh, to experience that, I think. Well, you should, yeah. because you've not actually played it. Uh, no, actually, but hey. <laughs> so what have you been playing, Mr. Gareth? League of Legends, still on bronze, yeah? Okay, well, first of all, I don't <laughs> play ranked nowadays, so I don't know what ranked <laughs> You don't play ranked, because... For all we know, I could be diamond. <laughs> For all we know, but we all know what you really are. Well, you say that, but I don't know. I'm actually thinking of getting back into it when the next season starts. Yeah. Okay. But nobody, nobody in the world cares about that. Um, <laughs> I've played, so I've obviously played League of Legends because that's my staple. Uh, completed uh, what's it called? Serious Sam. First encounter oh, yeah. HD. It's a really fun game. Looking forward to starting second encounter. Uh, but first, it's Halloween. And for the past few years, I've been trying to arrange like a Left for Dead night on Halloween. It never right. happens. Uh, but this year, it's looking like it's going to happen. So I have a squad of three people who all want to play Left for Dead. And it's, it's going to happen. I'm looking forward to that because I love Left for Dead. But getting a group of four together is always a bit of a pain. It's always like three. And then there's one random person who just sprints ahead, knows exactly where they're going, and kind of ruins it. <laughs> right. So I want, I want sort of relatively noobish people who haven't played the game much, who are actually going to get scared by it, and that's going to be fun. So that, I'm looking forward to that. Cool. Um, I actually played that. Oh, Battlefront Beta. I played it. Oh yeah. The open beta. That was what, three weeks ago now, maybe. Uh, no, it was only just over a week ago. Just over a week? Yeah. Oh my god, I've lost all sense of time. You have. Without this podcast. Um, I didn't like that beta. 
I think quite a lot of people agree with you. Yeah, the, the reaction on the Game Central Live group was like 50-50 between people who hated it and people who really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, I hated it for a number of reasons. The main reason is um, because of how simple it is. Um, yeah. You don't have any choice of class. There was like three weapons you could choose from. Um, you have infinite grenades that are on a cooldown and like infinite sniper rifle that's on a cooldown. Uh, and the way you get like the way you become Luke or Vader or get in a TIE Fighter or an X-Wing is there are just power-ups randomly dotted around the level that you just run into <laughs> and then you activate and then all of a sudden Vader appears on the battlefield and you're controlling him and it, like you don't do anything to earn it there's no like strategy involved at all because you can't like you can't go into the match thinking right okay I'm going to go in specifically targeting their vehicles because the vehicles are a bit of a problem on this particular map so I want to go in with like a rocket launcher and some mines or something like that that you can do regular battlefield. Yeah. In this, the way you get a rocket launcher is it's a power up, so you find it randomly in the world, and then you get like one shot with it. So it just <laughs> oh, it doesn't reward strategy or tactics or teamwork yeah. or gameplay. Like it doesn't matter if you're doing well, you could just find a power up that turns you into Luke Skywalker anyway, which is kind of okay if you're just shit. <laughs> but if you're someone who actually like tries to win and you're doing well, you want to be rewarded for it. Of course. Well, you get nothing for doing well. There's no like kill streaks. There's no. There's not barely even any like unlocking things. Which I know it was a beta, so there's not everything unlockable there for you. But it just seemed like your options are zero. There's no classes. When I say there's like three weapons, I mean literally. There's like a pistol that fires quite fast, there's a regular assault rifle, and then there's some other gun that no one uses. And it's just, all the guns feel like they do no damage. The lasers have a bullet drop on them, mm -hmm. so if you're firing miles away the laser will drop, which, what? <laughs> doesn't make any sense. Um, mm. Yeah, it was so disappointing. Although, graphically, fucking gorgeous. And the music, and like, when you're in a big battle and there's an ATAT -AT walking towards you and an ATST like running under its legs and then some X-Wings come in and start trying to take them out. It feels epic, but that's maybe like 10-15 seconds in a match of otherwise just death after death after death after death. And no way to really stop it unless you happen to find one of these power-ups that happens to have something good in it. Because a lot of them are like, place this turret down, and then you put the turret down, and you don't really have much control of which way it's facing, so more often than not, like, I would put the turret down, and it would be on, like, say, an uneven surface, so then it'd just be pointing mostly at the ground. Yeah. And then the enemies would just come and just shoot it. And it was fucking pointless. Sometimes you get like a bubble shield, which no bullets could get through, but then the enemies just run in and melee you. Because it's <laughs> not that much skill or option. Right. So it, it just the whole thing felt incredibly underwhelming. Yeah, I've heard similar reports from other people who I know who've played it. They say, say things like the um, uh, the weapon kind of don't the weapons don't feel like there's any power behind them. Like. Zero. The, the first weapon you get as a rebel 
Yeah. You, you need to hit somebody. I think it does like 10% damage with each shot. So, you, oh, so everybody has like a jetpack. So if you're shooting at somebody and you're doing getting a few shots in, they just fucking jump above you by miles. It's like, okay. Guess I run away now. The guns felt weak. The weapons felt weak. The power-ups are fucking terrible. A terrible idea. Have somebody who's on like a 15 kill streak spawn in as Han Solo as a reward for doing well. Like I've been playing Battlefield for a couple years now. I played a lot of 3. I played a decent amount of 4. I really like Battlefield. I've gone on kill streaks of like 15, 20 kills. Rarely, but it's happened. I want to feel rewarded when I do it. I don't just want to get rewarded because I happen to be running around this rock at this time this power-up spawned. There's no satisfaction in that. Playing as Luke and Vader isn't even that cool. It's just a disappointing experience all around. I think because I came into it with Battlefield expectations, then mm -hmm. I was really disappointed. Yeah. yeah. I've seen some people who just... You know, if you've never played a Battlefield game or really much shooting game, then you download this beta for free and get to play it for a whole weekend and you're already a Star Wars fan, you'd probably just be splooging all over yourself. <laughs> but uh, I didn't splooge. No. Oh dear. I was interested in getting that game and then playing the beta. I don't want to touch it with a 10 foot barge ball. Yeah. Do we think the, uh, the devs and the publishers have... Uh, made with a boo-boo by putting this out as a beta because a lot of people have a similar opinion maybe you can't really make the argument if you're them as well that like this was an unfinished product don't judge it because like I didn't experience like any glitches or anything it just seemed like a demo basically yeah and it's not that far from launch no it's like a few weeks away yeah so oh 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 you didn't play it, actually. <laughs> um, I downloaded it, uh -huh. and I pressed the button that said uh, start, and then I got this message on screen which says, uh, log in with your EA Origin account or <laughs> sign up for EA Origin. Right. What then immediately happened is uh, I went to my storage options and pressed delete. Okay. Immediately deleted it. I'm not signing up for EA goddamn Origin. Uh, or anything for any reason ever just no you don't need my PlayStation fucking login details to play your game on my PS4 you can get lost eh? you know what Don I don't say this often but you're right yeah so I think that's going to do it for episode 87 <laughs> of the Game Central podcast uh, hopefully you found it sufficiently scary <laughs> because of all the sound effects I'm apparently going to put into this episode which I hope I don't forget about um, anything notable happening next week people talk about to bonfire night oh yeah great uh, no, I, think we'll, I think we'll try and figure out some kind of feature yep. just me Don, not Don Rob normally came up with a lot of those but I think between us we can knock our heads together and come up with something entertaining enough. Yeah. And as it's, it is Halloween after we record this, that means next week maybe we could still do a little bit of Halloween. I think maybe we could. Maybe. I think so. I think so too. So, 
Thank you for listening. Uh, you can find all our old episodes at gamebanter.co.uk. Find the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Audio Boom. Uh, and be sure to give us some kind of rating on iTunes because it's the only way we're going to get past 301. Can't believe we've been at 301 on iTunes for about a year and a half now. Yeah. We're due a change, aren't we? We're due a shift at some point. I think we should be at least 300 and a half by now. <laughs> the only person who can uh, make that happen is you, the listener. And obviously, if you have any thoughts, if you want to win some kind of Halo soundtrack thing, you can email us at podcast.gamebanter.co.uk. You can remember that easily because our podcast is the podcast at gamebanter.co.uk. <laughs> Do you want to go first? I'll tell you, I'll go. I start the podcast, so I'll go first. You can end it with the most glorious bar you can construct. Bye bye. Bye. That sounds really gay. Jesus. What are we going to say goodbye? (laughs) Try again, try again. Goodbye. Deeper. (coughs) Goodbye. That was about as deep as I can go. (laughs) What is this? What is it? What? What is this? What is it? What is it? What is it? What is it? Whoa! He's insane! What do you think of it? I've been thinking something is wrong with this house. Right. Hey, what is this? There's a page missing! Yeah, I thought about that too. Perhaps that was the most important part. <laughs> Chris? <laughs> Stop it. Wesker, you're pitiful. This is your savior? You say this failure is your savior? You saved me! Yeah. That was close. Thanks, Barry. Don't mention it. What a monster. I can't believe... What the hell is this place anyway? Oh! I can't believe it. Are you okay? Yeah. So much for him, we got to the root of the problem. Just a moment. I found something. What is it? It's a weapon. It's really powerful, especially against living things. Better take it with you. But how about you, Barry? I have this. Thank you. I'll take this then. But just take a look at this. It's forest. Oh, my God. It's awful. I'm going to find out what caused Forrest's death. It looks like he was killed by a crow or something. Blood. Hope this is not Chris's blood. This hall is dangerous. It's me, Chris. Is that you, Rebecca? Chris, this house is too dangerous. There are terrible demons. Ouch! Richard, don't talk. He seems to have been bitten by a poisonous snake. 
but the size of the wound is abnormally large. It's not just a poisonous snake, it's a monster. Jill, here's a lockpick. It might be handy if you, the master of unlocking, take it with you. Oh, Barry! That was too close. You were almost a Jill sandwich. <laughs> You're right.